Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. His name's Mike Wall. He usually joins us on Monday. He's kind enough this week to join us on Wednesday. Wanted him a little bit closer to the big game so we could break it all down. He's former Pro Bowl offensive lineman in the NFL. Played 11 seasons for the Packers, the Panthers, the Seahawks. He's now a skill development specialist, founder of ProcessToPerform.com, and host of the All My Block podcast that you should be checking out. He does it with Packers great, former Packers great Amon Green. You can find him on Twitter at MikeWall68. Mike, got a ton of questions to ask you about where all the soft spots are or everything else. But real quick, because you were a former Pro Bowler, just your thoughts on what the Pro Bowl is now, just since we just had it, we're coming off of it, the flag football, all of the events. I, I just got to ask you, is the NFL getting it right with this, or should we be trying something different? What do you think? Hey, guys. Uh, I saw this really funny, I think it was on Twitter, where uh, it, it had, I think one of the years I went, Larry Allen was bench pressing, like doing the bench press contest like 225. He did like 50 times or so. Larry was Lord. ridiculous. And then the, they contrasted that with the water boom toss. <laughs> I just went, well, this, is, this, feels, this feels a little bit different. Um, I, here's, I think they have it right in the sense that they don't need to be playing another game. The game's a waste of time. It's not entertaining in any way. It's only, there's only negative effects for the, for the players. But instead of having this, trying to make things something out of nothing, I think, the, I think some of the players enjoy a lot of things they did this year. But really, for me, it's a celebration of the season that you just had, and you're trying to enjoy yourself as much as possible. So for me, what would be the best-case scenario is you take him to Vegas, you send him, or maybe he'll go back to Hawaii, hopefully, but you take him somewhere nice. You know, they send him up to the Wallace Astoria out, there in, uh, Astoria out there in Vegas. But now you just send the guys out, and they used to do this in Hawaii. You send them to, like, the Navy base. You send them to schools. You, you, you know, you go out you go out in the community, yeah. and you become – you do speaking engagements. You you know you you help with with uh, some, some charity work. That to me seems like the most beneficial way for everybody to get involved, for get involved in the community and enjoy the time you have being around these other guys, uh, as opposed to trying to manufacture and this water balloon cost. Man, it, it got me. The water balloon cost got me. I can't lie to you. Look, what are we doing? Yeah, no, there's no doubt about that. Um, listen, makes I, sense to me. I, I wanted to get your perspective here, Mike, because uh, it is going to be and it has been sort of a talking point leading up to this game on Sunday. Um, how much do you believe experience, whether it's coaches, whether it's players, how much do you think that matters once the game is kicked off in the Super Bowl? I really don't think it matters that much, um, to be honest with you. It, I, I'm sure there's scenarios that if you haven't, like if you're not a guy, there's some coaches that watch a ton of tape. There's some coaches that aren't. I think both these guys probably watch a ton of tape. But in, this, in, in the in the event that one of them didn't, I think experience probably matters then because you don't have that recall ability. 
of um, I remember seeing this somewhere else, whether it's a, a, scenario, a scenario of plays that could be happening or unfolding in the game. Um, I think coaches and personalities play a huge part in the way that the outcome of a football game. And I don't necessarily think that uh, experience in this one game matters as much as just experience overall and playing all these different, you know, one game scenarios that we live in week to week in the NFL. Are there soft spots in that Kansas City defense, Mike, that you've identified that Philadelphia you think can attack? Well, the Kansas City defense, I mean, if we're comparing and contrasting the two defenses, I think, you know, the Kansas City defense is, is good, um, but, you know, they're kind of middle of the road when it comes to, to, to points per game. They're kind of middle of the road when it comes to yards per game. And, and when I look at it, I, I more – focus on how good the Philadelphia Eagles offense is. And this is one of those offenses that I just don't see a weakness on their offense. I mean, you have 11 players at any given time on the football field where you have a scenario where you don't have to hide anybody on that team. Like every other team that you look at, you look at the Kansas City Chiefs defense. They're probably trying – I mean, right now, you know, they've got some injuries in the secondary. Willie Gates hurt now. They're going to be trying to hide people. Right, what I mean, it's not that they're not pros. It's just like the matchup that you're going up, you know, the offensive lineman that's going up against, um, you know, Darius Harris, if he's the end, if he begins to play a little linebacker, like that is now a mismatch. That's a problem. Okay, so the the Philadelphia Eagles, they don't have from from X receiver all the way to the other side of the Z receiver. They have no weaknesses. They are, they feel good about every single matchup they have. Chris Jones is the you know one of the more dominant defensive tackles in the league right now. He was all pro this year and deservedly so. And I and I think Frank Clark has had especially in the last two or three games in the playoffs yes. has been amazing. But that offensive line for the Philadelphia Eagles, I think they feel pretty confident that all of every single player across the board can block both those guys whenever they need to. And so, you know, for me, it's not that there are soft spots, guys. It's just that I think the Eagle offense is really good. So, look, as we know, it's a football game. Anything can happen. I mean, it's basically a pick in terms of uh, the odds there in Vegas. Chiefs are plus one and a half. But the idea that, you know, the Chiefs lose by one seems, uh, you know, very minuscule. Odds are Chiefs win or Eagles win, like, you know, and, and by more than one. So I would ask you, if the Chiefs are to pull this off, what does that look like? What is, how did it go down if the Chiefs are the Super Bowl champions this year? I think it's going to be a high-scoring game one way or the other. Um, the Chiefs, you know, the key on the Chiefs' defense is they're, they're playing against a team that's a true 11-on-11 opponent with Jalen Hurts being able to you know, have that run-pass option, really unlike anybody else in the National Football League right now because of, the, because of all the skill and, and talent that he has around him, and, and he's become a phenomenal player. Patrick Mahomes is, is right now the best player in the National Football League. Um, he's got weapons, I think, you know, you look at Gigi Smith-Schuster, you look at Valdez Scanley, excuse me, you look at in their backfield with Pacheco and McKinnon, they they have weapons. Obviously, I didn't even mention Travis Kelsey. That's going to be a huge matchup. And, and trying to figure out, you know, from an Eagle standpoint, how they're going to defend that guy with their man-match defense or their split safety defense, like that's going to be tough. But if, if the Chiefs win this game, it's because Mahomes has a couple of those head-scratching, how did he just do that moments. Travis Kelsey probably has, I've been saying this all week, if Travis Kelsey has 10 catches or more, the Chiefs are probably winning this football game because you think he's going to have like 17 targets, right? Yep. Just trying to figure out how, how the Eagles defense is, you know, it's Garner Johnson, those guys, how they're going to really figure out how to, how to stop Travis Kelsey and how to stop Travis Kelsey when he catches the football because he's inevitably going to make a couple catches. Um, but I, I think it really comes down to, do we get a couple of those key stops? We've seen the build up the Eagles on offense 
sputter at times, like they're not as explosive at times. Um, so do you get a couple of those key stops? Do they, do they guess right and bring in pressure? Spags guess right, bring in pressure in the right moments, uh, maybe in the first half and, and build themselves a little bit of a cushion. And then is Mahomes able to go out? And, like, he, he surprised everybody in the FC Championship game. Because everybody thought he couldn't move. And all of a sudden, I, I just found Andy Reid say this, his last scramble was the fastest he moved all year. So, you know, if, if he's, he can go out there and he's, and he's healthy, he's 100%, he can, he can run, he can throw the ball around like he usually does. As good as the Philadelphia Eagles defensive line is, as good as they are at tackling, as good as they are on defense overall, the number one pass defense, I think they're number two or three overall. Patrick Mahomes is just built different than everybody else, and every once in a while in a game like this, that matters more than anything else. I, I do wonder, I mean, for, for KC, and, and we talked about Mahomes and making all the throws, and he can, and he can do it with or without a run game. How much does that, Mike, does it matter at all? I know it's one game, you do whatever you've got to do, but do they need to get Pacheco going early to at least, you know, you know keep that, that Philly defense honest? I, I, you know, I'm not saying that you can. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like you said, I mean, it's a bunch of all-stars over there. But in terms of your view, I mean, your, your <laughs> offensive line and material, all, you know, let's get the run going. Do they have to to, to balance it all the way out? Well, during the season, if you look at the Philadelphia Eagles and you said, what's one thing we might be able to do on the field? You would say run the football because they play a lot of uh, two-safety two shell. Mm-hmm. And they're going to they're have to do – I mean, what are you going to do against Travis Kelsey? I mean, you just look – there's not a really a good matchup for Philly. Brandon Johnson's been had one heck of a, a season. And they have two great corners. You can kind of look at their corners and, and Bradbury and Slay and go, we, can, we feel comfortable that – they're going to be able to shut down the the, the X and the Z receivers. But Travis Kelsey is a different deal. And whether you have to play split safety, whether you have to play single, or you know, that that part of the game within the game is going to be super interesting. But because they play so much two-shell, because they're very comfortable playing six in the box, you would think that the Kansas City Chiefs um, are at least going to try to establish the run. But, but know this, right? The Kansas City Chiefs run the football about – 37, 38% of the time. I mean, they, they like to throw the football. They have the best passer. You know, they have, they have passer Mahomes. So I would actually look at it the other way. If the Chiefs run the ball 30, 35 times in the game, they're probably going to lose. You know, and unless something crazy happens in the beginning, they're just trying to bleed out the clock. Mm. Like, that's just really not who they are. Yeah. So, you know, you're kind of playing strength into strength right there. I know that's, that's kind of a weird answer, but – for me, the, the Chiefs have to go out and say, hey, we're going to do what we do. We're going to create these opportunities to yep. get. Like, I, they would rather have Travis Kelsey catch a two-yard pass and fall forward from six or seven than run the ball you know, ten, ten extra times. Like, that doesn't make sense to them. So that's how I feel about it. We're talking to Mike Wall, a pro ball offensive lineman here on the show. Joins us every single week breaking down the NFL and certainly always do appreciate his time. We know the, the hallmark of Philadelphia they rank well in pretty much every category, but we know it starts with that front line there and Look, they, they, they rush four. They don't typically blitz. They rush four, and their guys win their assignments. When you look at this Chiefs offensive line, can it hold up? Um, how much better is it than what we saw two years ago against Tampa? I mean, that was the deciding factor in the game, the offensive line play in that Super Bowl for Tampa Bay. There's no doubt about it. How much better equipped is this Chiefs line to handle what the Eagles are going to throw at them in those one-on-one matchups? Yeah, there's, there's – Kind of two, th- two ways I look at this. I think the, the interior offensive line for the Chiefs is, is high, high level. Joe Thune is playing all-pro level. has been doing that for the last year since he moved over from Kansas City. 
Creed Humphrey was part of the steal the twenty even as a second round pick of the twenty twenty one draft, he's just been played out of his mind and then Trey Smith's been playing at a really high level six round pick in twenty twenty one draft as well. The defensive line rotation for the interior lineman for the, the Philadelphia Eagles, you're looking at Dominican Sue, Limple Joseph, both ex Pro Bowl players, you're looking at uh, Fletcher Cox, probably a Hall of Famer. You're looking at Javon Hargraves having, having a career year, you know, and it is his contract year. And then you're looking at you bring in Josh Sweat and Brandon uh, or Brandon Graham, and they're during nickel. So you have a, a five down rotation of guys that are all ballers, like really really good players. So that's going to be a fun matchup. What I think is the real opportunity is and where you know, the one place on the field where the Philadelphia Eagles think like I've got a matchup that I'm going to win is Hassan Reddick versus Andrew Wiley. Number 77, the right tackle. And not that Andrew Riley's a bad player, but Hassan Reddick's on one right now. He's got like 17 and a half sacks coming into this game. He completely destroyed San Francisco 49ers. He's been, on, he's been a game marker for the entire season. Um, Wiley pass sets flat a, a lot during games. He makes the mistake of trying to kind of get out to the guy. He's not ready for contact and confrontation. He'll get beat with his hands. He'll give up a short corner. And Reddick's the kind of guy who'll capitalize on that. And I think on the other side, Josh Sweat, Probably feels pretty good about his matchup with Orlando Brown. I know Orlando Brown's won a couple, been to a couple of Pro Bowls recently, but the way that he sets and opens up, I think it gives it gives an opportunity to go underneath with Josh Sweat does really well. And what we're trying to do with Patrick Mahomes, you're trying to get him to move, which is crazy because as good as he is on the move and all the things he can do, and he finds Kelsey and you know he can create with his legs. Like he's actually the number one rated passer, I think, in the pocket. So it's like you got to make him do something, right? And if, especially if you can get that, that pressure up the middle and make him escape away from the line of scrimmage and give yourself the best chance of being successful. But I, I would feel pretty good if I was the Eagles looking at our defensive ends versus their tackles. Um, spend a great deal of time and a bunch of attention will be paid, obviously, to Travis Kelsey, how many catches. But how much does having Jason Kelsey, that, that's why I'm so excited to ask you about him, you know that the position, the offensive line, like how much an advantage is it for having a Jalen Hurts, a young quarterback who hasn't been through things, having Jason Kelsey, and how much better is he at center for the Eagles than everybody else? He's, well, so he's, Creed Humphrey's really good too. But the experience, in this case, you just look at the experience, and Kelsey has been there, done that. I think he's been playing at this level for, I think this is his 12th year maybe. That sounds right. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, and he is, um, he's, you know, far and away the, the best center in the National Football League with this team. And, and what he's able to do, when you watch them play, what he does at the snap is so difficult for the second level of their defense to figure out. Because this is a guy that can, he can pass for a one-on-one against anybody. He can help and he's super violent. He can pull. He can run blocks. He's patient. He's patient staying on double teams. But sometimes he'll just snap the ball and just take off. He'll make like a hard right and just slam into somebody. And you're thinking, oh, my God, they're running outside zone. And all of a sudden, Jalen Hurts is dropping back. And everybody's just out of, out of whack and out of position. And because he's such a good athlete, he has such, a good, he has such good pattern recognition with the second, the, uh, second level of defenders, particularly I'm talking about the linebackers and the safety when they come in the box, that he really freezes those guys just as much as maybe Jalen Hurts does. And add to that all the line calls and the confidence and everything that comes with being a, you know, a 12-year all-pro future Hall of Famer, yeah, I mean, Jalen Hurts is in good hands when you have Travis, or excuse me, when you have Jason Kelsey right in front of you. Uh, Derek Carr's visiting the Saints, um, perhaps a reunion there with Dennis Allen, former coach of the Raiders, so maybe that makes some sense there. Do you like the fit? I mean, it is a division that is, is really low 
on on quarterback play. Do you like the fit for the Saints if it ends up going that way? Yes, yeah, it's certainly an upgrade from what they have right now. Um, I'll tell you what, if I was David Carr uh, and they're interested, if they're interested, I would, I would go to Carolina. I think Carolina's ready. I think they have a good defense and they have a, a, a good – their offensive line is only going to get better. Um, picking a Vicky last year, they have a great running game. Uh, that seems like the team you, – you put a good quarterback on that team, they're winning that division for the next five years. And I, I think their car's a, a hell of a good quarterback. I mean, he's, he's had his ups and downs, and he's inconsistent. He's one of those guys that if you watch live – I don't know if you guys ever had a chance to watch him live. Yeah. If you watch him live, he'll make you a believer. Like he's just got, he's got a little bit of that Andrew Luck, the ball looks real effort, effort, uh, effortless, like effortless coming out of, uh, coming out of his hands. He's a, he's shown leadership ability. Like I just, he's a guy I got a lot of time for. Um, it's just never been just quite worked out like it should with the, with the Raiders. And obviously you've gone through the KCs, the head coaches, all the, all the turmoil on that, with that organization. But you put him with an organization with, a, with, with solid leadership and a good offense. I think he's going to do some, some good things in this league. And then, and Mike, I got to ask you: After Aaron comes out of this four-day retreat, the darkness of this four-day retreat, what's going to happen, man? Is he coming back? Is Green Bay going to decide, hey, we're moving on? Is this guy is he with the Jets or the Raiders next year? What do you what do you predict happens with Aaron after the the darkness retreat? Yes, yeah, your guess is as good as mine, guys. I, I think that right now he's trying to control the narrative because uh, there's just a lot of stuff swirling about, and he certainly seems amused by all of it. Um, you know, one thing with Aaron is, is you know, he's, he is, uh, these, converse, these conversations that he's having on different you know, media outlets, interviews, you know, he's having fun with it, you know, and he always is, he's always having fun with it. And he's always, you know, it's like, you know, we talked about it before. It's kind of like Donald Trump, you know, tweeting out and then turn on Fox News and seeing how fast they can get it on TV. Like, he's having fun with it. And so when he comes out of this, like, my expectation is that only that he's going to play football. Where he's going to play, I don't know. If the Green Bay Packers think that they're better off without Aaron and now it's time to cut ties, they're out of their minds, you know, quite yeah. frankly. I mean, but maybe they just honestly feel like – I guess the other part of that is, guys, if you look at the Philadelphia Eagles, you look at the Green Bay Packers roster, the Green Bay Packers aren't beating the Philadelphia Eagles next year unless something dramatically changes, mm-hmm. right? I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles roster top to bottom is much, much better. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that's, I, think that's, I think that's a consideration, and maybe, they, maybe it's time to hit the reset button. But gosh, it's just like if you, you if you have a two year window where you can go all in, right? Maybe pick up some free agents, do all this. And just, hey, we're going to go two years all in. We'll deal with the consequences later. We'll go, you know, just like the LA Rams did. Just deal with it later and go for it, right? Because you never really like. When's the last time they actually went for it in that in that sense? Um, then you know the sky's the limit. I think for that team, just because you have a, a Hall of Fame quarterback, and there's just not they're not walking around on the street. Right. Very, very good stuff. Mike, always appreciate the time. Thank you so much, brother. Thanks, Enjoy brother. the weekend. You guys, too. Yep. He is Mike Wall. Enjoys his every single week here uh, talking NFL uh, and appreciate his time throughout the season. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.